and praise the Lord. Gratitude with an attitude in community. Here at Bethlehem, we like to look at the maps and as always, we start out in uh, the Middle East. And we generally start with Jerusalem, with Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. um, but now in Christendom, the Great Commission has come to fruition and the word of God is spreading all throughout um, what we know as uh, Europe and modern day Turkey. Right. And uh, the word of God spread from all the way down here and went all the way up and around here and it's, it's made it over here Ah, to a place called Corinth. Mm -hmm. Okay, to a place called Corinth. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a result of that, we <coughs> see that the word of God has spread. You got to have good eyes. I had to walk up to find it. You had to have some good eyes to see it. <laughs> but believe me, the word of God spread. All the way from down there, but what, what amazes me is that it went uh, from down here all the way up there, all the way across the pond, all the way over here, all the way over here, and somewhere down here. Anybody know what that spot is? Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. <laughs> he said, oh, that you got a good imagination. <laughs> but it spread all the way to Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And this blows my mind to where there's some folk that started in a dugout around the corner, I believe. And they got together and formed the church and named the church the Bethlehem Baptist Church. Right. And we know where Bethlehem is on the map, do we? You say, well, if we could see it. Well, it's not actually on the map. It's down, right, right, right down, yeah, around yeah. there. Oh. Bethlehem Baptist Church. Because uh, not a huge mega church got together. Ah, but because Jesus chose 12. Yeah. He chose 12 folk, and those 12 folk. Oh, who are human just like us. Imperfect just like us. But when they got filled with the Holy Spirit of God, the message of the gospel began to spread to that place where we are today in Corinth, in this second letter to the Corinthians. Today we're talking about... Uh, Gratitude with an attitude in the community. The first point, community enrichment from God. You will be enriched in every way. Now, most of us, we want to leave on that. Praise the Lord. God gave me a word. I'm going to be enriched in every way. Praise the Lord. Let me hear. Let me head over to the rich part of town and pick my house out. Let me, let me head up to the park, 
the, the, the call out and give me a brand new car. Praise the Lord. Let, let me go ahead and buy my trip where I can go and, and I can travel. Hello, somebody. Right. To the Maldives. Anybody know what that is? I can't even see it on the map. I, I know it's somewhere out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we want to take. Hey, God is going to enrich me, and I'm going to be blessed. I'm going to be highly favored. God is opening the windows of heaven and pouring out a blessing on me that I won't have room enough to receive. And we want to take this as all oh, the prosperity gospel. I'm going to be enriched in every way. And as a result, I'm going to, as they used to say back in the day, I will live large and in charge. I'm going to make more cheese. Hello, somebody. I'm going to get the bag, I think they say today, the young folk. They're going to get the bag. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I'm going to be rich. Praise the Lord. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. He's enriching me in every way. But hold up here. Hello, somebody. We're in the month of November. At the end of the month, there's going to be a, a, a holiday called Thanksgiving. And we Christians like, oh, to thank God. Hello, somebody. And really, that's what this series is all about. And it's really more than just about Thanksgiving. It's about gratitude. Gratitude with an attitude. Oh, Thanksgiving with a cost. Hello, yeah. somebody. Right. It costs me to be thankful to God. Don't you know that? Hello, right. somebody. Amen. Yeah. It cost me to be have gratitude towards God. It cost. And that's why I said, well, after we start singing just a closer walk with thee, when we get a closer walk with Jesus, oh, you have that attitude of gratitude. And, and it will cost you all oh, to live for him. As I said before, it cost me everything. People ask me how I got to Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. I got here because it cost me everything. How did I get to Abilene, Texas? It cost me because I, it cost me everything. I love my city of Dallas, Texas. Loved it. And you couldn't have told me that I would have left Dallas, Texas. Right. I love my all my home church, the Concord Baptist Church. I, I loved it with all my heart. I sat on the front and I listened to some of the greatest men of God preach the word of God. I loved it. I got to serve and once in a while I got to preach. Oh, I love my family in Dallas. Oh, but there was something I loved a bit more. Hello, somebody. Yes, I love God more. Hello, somebody. I love God more than my family. I love God more than my whole church. I love God more than my city. And as a result, it cost me through the gratitude of my salvation. It cost me everything. It cost me. I had to give up everything to serve him. Hello, somebody. God began and had the right to change my address. Now, that's true Christianity. Hello, somebody. God has the right to change your address. 
Hello, somebody. He has the right to change your character. Yeah. I'm not the same person that I was in Dallas. Some folks oh, wouldn't be able to re recognize who I am today because if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away. And behold, all things have become brand new. Right. In Jesus' name, I'm not even the same person. It cost me my character. Woo. Yeah. It cost me everything. Hello, somebody. And he enriched me with gifts to teach and to preach and to write. Oh, and as a result, I had to go to the places where I could do that. I was enriched in every way, but guess what? Not just for myself. Hello, right, somebody. But for the body of Christ right. in Jesus' name. And that's what this enrichment is talking about. You will be enriched in every way, but not just for yourself. Hello, somebody before the body of Christ all to glorify his holy name. Right. First Corinthians 1 5 says for in him you have been enriched in every way in all speech and all knowledge you have been enriched but not just for yourself. Your, your daddy said I'm going to let you win the lotto for yourself. Yeah, I ain't even saying that he said he gonna let you win the lotto. <laughs> right. Hello, somebody. Right. But he does have the power to enrich. Oh, and that's why many folk, God can't enrich uh, materialistically because if I win a billion dollars, we done talked about this before. How much of that is tithes? One billion dollars? One hundred million dollars. You ain't giving on a dime on a dollar now. You think if God bless you with a billion, you're going to give Bethlehem Baptist Church one hundred million. Hello, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Not unless you have a closer walk with me. All right. Yeah, yeah, Hello, yeah. somebody. Mm, amen. Hello, somebody. Because that's where it really shows your relationship. Do you have a close walk with me? How much are you giving? Yeah. And I'm not saying that you got to give a lot. Hello, somebody. All I'm saying is that it should cost you. It should. Hello, Amen. somebody. Yes. And it probably should cost you more than what you tip in the waiter in the restaurant that don't even cook your food. Right. Don't even put the food on the plate. Oh, and you tip them. Oh, if you're tipping right, at least 20%. Hello, Woo. somebody. Hello. I say if you're tipping right, hello, somebody. <laughs> Some of y'all are stealing from them, too. <laughs> 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 but most of us at least give 10%. Yeah. And I'm not talking down on the waist that you should give what they have. But just remember, oh, you're going to tip them and not even, you don't even have to, you don't even tip God. Hell, somebody. 10%, 10%, you've heard me say it that a time or two. 10% is God's minimum wage. Because most of us who grew up in the church know that text in Malachi where it says, bring ye all the tithes and offerings to the storehouse. Hello, somebody. Right, right. And even if you're giving 10%, that's just the minimum wage. Woo! All right. Yes, sir. This is why God can't enrich us financially. 
He can't get a dime on a dollar. Why would he give you a billion dollars for you to, oh, keep? You know, Uncle Sam don't get theirs. Oh, yeah, up front. Tell somebody. Yeah. See, Uncle Sam don't trust you. <laughs> he said, I never had any problems with the tax man. Make a billion dollars. They don't know you by name. You don't know them by name. Tell somebody. Make it up to the Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. But God trusts you. Oh, and, 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 and this enrichment that he's talking about in the text is not financial. It's a good example of why we can't be blessed. Talking about gratitude with the attitude in the community. Community engagement. See, this is what he, he enriches for. So that you may be what? Generous. On what? One occasion? Every. Ooh, so you may be generous on two occasions? Every. Three occasions? Every. Now, I tell people, you come to church and you ask for help, you better let, let that be your last Stop. Mm. You say why? Mm. Because we may give to you one time. Mm. But you come back that next month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You come back to that next month after that. Hell somebody. Uh, most of us probably will be looking at you cross-eyed. Hello, somebody. I'm not saying we should or we shouldn't, by the way. But it says that generosity, when he enriches you in every way, that you can be generous on what? Every, every occasion. That's generosity. Every occasion. Not just one occasion. Not just two occasions. Every occasion, if God enriches you, woo, he expects you woo, to be generous on every occasion. Wow. We can go home now. I don't know about that. I, 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 I know it's Thanksgiving, but man, I don't know if I can take every occasion. I can't I guess he wanted us to remember that part. <laughs> but it's community engagement. Why we do that? He said we might be generous on every occasion. Again, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself, but because every time we are generous, the Bible says that people point to God. Every time we are generous, people give God the glory. Do we want God to have the glory just one time? All right. Woo. Two times. All the time. All the time. That's what the old folks said, that we I don't think we really grasp that God is good all the time. And all the time, God 
is good. It's God's people. All right. Amen. Good all the time. No, no. And all the time, is God people good? <laughs> you know, when I was young, when I was young, I always had to make sure when I asked my mama for some money that she was in a good mood. Because <laughs> if she was in a bad mood, guess what? I wasn't going to get nothing. <laughs> and that's the problem with God's people. But God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. And he expects us to be generous. What? On every occasion. On every occasion. Mm. All the time. Woo, that's deep. That's deep. That's deep. All the time. Come on now. But you got to remember, God is enriching you. Right, yeah. Okay? He's, he's enriching you. He's blessing you. You've heard it said, God blesses you to be a blessing. Right, amen. Now, God ain't blessing you. Guess what? You can't be generous. Mm -hmm. Hello? You, you can't be generous. You can't give your rent money away. Hello, somebody. <laughs> you, you, you can't give your mortgage away. But if God is blessing you all the time, guess what? You can be a blessing all the time. Right. Ooh. All right. Amen. Lord, have mercy. This is yes, what sir. we need to be praying for and about. Mm -hmm. Lord, not just bless me that I might go to the Maldives. Hawaii, mm -hmm. or the Caribbean, hell, mm -hmm. somebody. But I bless me so that I can be a blessing to other people. Continue to bless. Make me a conduit. Mm -hmm. Amen. That, that, that this stuff can flow through me. And I can be a blessing to other folks. That's one of my biggest prayers. And, and that's my biggest prayer for Bethlehem because. There are two things I noticed Bethlehem has, and I've always been trying to grow it. And that's hospitality. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's why I always volunteer to host stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> boy, these people come in here all the time. Reverend, I'm getting tired. We got to exercise that gift of hospitality. It's got to grow. You got to build that muscle. All right. H hello, somebody. That's, that's the gift he gave us, isn't it? Amen. Not just to sit on it. Amen. Hello, somebody. Yes, you say, Lord, you know, I'm tired. But what if he was blessing you with the money part? Hello, somebody. Would you get tired of that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean, Lord, let me. <laughs> Give it to me all the time. Give me some more. Hello, somebody. He wants to stretch and work that gift and grow it. Oh, to be a foundation. Woo, the Bethlehem Foundation, giving our billions of dollars each year. Because God enriches us to be a blessing. And folk, point it up to God. Give God the glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. Yeah. I remember in my life when I was first starting out, and I was living and had my little uh, apartment on my own, and I was just starting out, and, and uh, just left home, and it was a pretty bad apartment, you know, pretty nice. Mm -hmm. 
Wow, God had provided everything in it. I mean, I was, I was doing good. But I was struggling to pay the rent. You see, mama and them prepared me for everything but <laughs> to pay that rent. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Luckily, they didn't put the work after in me. I knew how to work, but I, I, had, I, I was struggling with it. And I was praying, Lord, I can't make the rent. This my Lord, what am I going to do? Still to this day, I remember a brother by the name of Daryl. And Daryl, God came up to me and said, uh, Daryl came up to me and said, God uh, told me to give you this. And it's what, it was $100. And it was just what I needed. All right, all right. Hello, somebody. And I said, thank you, Brother Daryl. But glory to God. Praise the Lord. You heard my prayer. Hello, somebody. Never will forget it. And Brother Darrell lately t uh, last told me, he said he ain't never did that before. Mm, all right. Because mm, mm, mm. we were all the same age. We were all struggling in them early years. Y'all remember them early years? <laughs> I think we all struggled. So as the start, hello, somebody. Some are still struggling now. Hello, somebody. All right. <laughs> hello, somebody. That young man was uh, generous to me. And he gave to me. He was generous. Mm -hmm. So we want to encourage. We got to encourage this gift to grow. Encourage the gift of hospitality to grow. We got to encourage that gift of giving to grow. Because uh, uh, Romans, it, it says it, it's a gift. If it is encouraging, what? Let him encourage. Hello, yeah, right. somebody. We need that in the body of Christ in times such as these. And encouragement is not prosperity preaching. Encouragement is encouraging people and letting them know, oh, that what you're going through right now, it doesn't mean, have to mean that you did something wrong. Uh, he wants to do what he does in generosity. He wants to get glory from your life, from your story. Oh, as you're going through. Hello, somebody. Yeah. That's the real world. And the real word. Because we all got to go through something. But what we go through, we try to glorify God. Right. And that's why I tell my business all the time. Uh, when it's about healing, I tell my business how I'm supposed to die with a blood clot. Hello, somebody. And then how blood clots. Uh, so Serena Williams got a blood clot and it stopped her. A professional athlete. God, uh, I had a blood clot and it didn't stop me. One all I missed was a Wednesday night Bible study. Mm -hmm. I kept on preaching. They were looking for me to be deformed mm -hmm. when they saw what was going on in my body. But God held it all together. People were coming down from all places around the hospital. This was a teaching hospital. People were walking in my room and I saw them cringe as they were about to uh, pull the covers from my leg because they looked uh, they were looking for somebody to be deformed because they saw what went on in my body. And they look at it and always be shocked and surprised how God held it all together. Yeah. He held my leg all together. That folk uh, had to have surgery and had to go through, I had to go through all oh, rehab for years at a time. Well, hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. I only had one problem. When I first stepped out of the bed, 
I kind of almost fell over. Mm -hmm. But after that, I was walking. It's a miracle. We all in this life has to go through something and something that's detrimental, something that should have took your life. I said before then I didn't have that testimony that I, I should have been dead. Oh, I should have been gone, but the Lord did it. And I want to encourage those who are going through, you may be going through chemo and cancer and all of that, but God says, oh, I did that. Oh, not for you, but for me, that you might give me the glory with your story. In Jesus' name. And you should encourage. And you should be a talented. Yeah. All right. Tell somebody. That's one thing about being the baby of the family. That it prepared me to be a tattletale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just well. like Brother Joseph, he was a tattletale. <laughs> and I tell God, oh, everything, and I tell, I'm going to tell it somewhere what God has done for me because yes, it encouraged those who are going through hard times right, right. now. Yeah. Somebody's worried about how they're going to get their rent paid but they heard the testimony about how God provided to a young man by the name of Terrell. Somebody's sick in their body but they heard the testimony about my blood clot and you know that God is able to do it. Sin and live by the live above anything that you yes, ask, think, or imagine in Jesus' name. Is there anybody here that wants to be enriched yeah. oh for God's yeah. glory is there anybody yeah. here that wants to be enriched watch me now oh even enriched with trials for All God's right, go glory ahead, go ahead. now we're talking about generosity hell yeah. somebody but God can be generous enough to believe that you can handle this trial that you can handle this situation oh that you can make it true oh, this divorce this bankruptcy this Oh, car being repoed. Oh, yes, I had my car repoed at times. Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. Time. Hello, somebody. Gotta let folk know that we live in a real world. Mm -hmm. Hello, somebody. Because you're going through something don't mean you did something bad. Right. It probably means that God's enriching your life to get glory from your sorrow. Hello, somebody. Hello. So tell and encourage others. We all need encouragement. Give to others because we all need encouragement. I've been testifying about oh last month. Oh, clergy appreciation month. I had forgot that it was that, but some folk began to give, and it just came to me out of the blue. And I was like, Woo! Thank you, Jesus. All right. Amen. It encouraged me. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've been chatting about what God's goodness through this place called Bethlehem. All of my 16 and a half years, Maury prayed 17. Yeah, you made it. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't made that yet. <laughs> Yeah. But, 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 but I've been great. I've been thanking God for sending me here. Hello, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So if it's encouragement, encouragement, we need that encouragement. Right. If it's giving, give. Let him give generously. And look at here. If it's leading, what? Uh, let him lead with what? Yeah. If it's showing mercy, then what? Let him do it cheerfully. Yeah. Yeah. Allow God 
God to break out in your life and allow you, God, to use all your gifts, talents, and abilities right here in the body of Christ. And we have the gift of giving because so many folk in here have the gift of giving as a church. I've always noticed that. Amen. Anything I've ever asked on record and off record, I've never been turned down. Hmm. All right. But I always step up. That's that gift I'm talking about. And Bethlehem, guess what? You have been generous. And some of you really don't know how generous you've been because we don't do everything on the record here. Hello, somebody. God keeps the record. Hello, somebody. I know I give much more than that goes in that offering. Hello, somebody. I give all the time and I give all the time because God keeps giving to me. Oh, so because he keeps giving to me, guess what? I can keep giving to somebody else. But the old folk told us and they made far less money than we do. Amen. They told us what? You can't what? Be God given. And they said you want to try it? No matter how what? Hard you try. Hello, somebody. That's that gift of giving. That's being generous. And God wants to even grow us in our giving gifts that we might be able to give on every occasion. Gratitude with an attitude in the community. For what? We've been pressing this point all the time. All right. Through us, what? Your generosity will what? Result in what? I'm glad y'all didn't separate that. Not just result in thanksgiving, but what? Resulting in thanksgiving to God. Hello, somebody. And that's the difference. Oh, and that's why we should give. Oh, that we might give thanksgiving to God. Now, oh, on that uh, uh, that, 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 that next uh, week after next, we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving. But we got to make sure we let the world know why yeah. we're Thanksgiving. That Hello, is. somebody. Mm-hmm. It's not because of the pilgrims. It's not because All of right. the Indians. It's not because of any of that. It's we are Thanksgiving our thanks to God. That's why we're counting our blessings. Hello, somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Notice when Maury prayed, he was counting his blessings. Mighty good. Thanking God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, for all that he'd done, not just financially. Mm -hmm. Hello, somebody, but for everything. Right. He woke me up this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The older yeah, I get, yeah. I can appreciate that. Yeah, I hello, somebody. Right. Because I know my time is running out. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I hear you. He- hello, somebody. He woke me up this morning. Mm-hmm. And, and old folks used to say, started me on my way because some folk get woke up, but they can't what? Get up. Amen. Hello, somebody. Woo! That's deep stuff. Yeah. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. But we're going to give our thanksgiving. We want our thanksgiving to result in thanksgiving to God. And and I said on Wednesday night, if you tuned in, God was putting upon my heart to take up a gratitude with an attitude offering. All right, right. And and, and I I really didn't want it to be a matter of form or fashion. I. Mm -hmm. You know, I was really hesitant to 
to even want to do something like that um, because religious folk don't like to do nothing new. Hello, sir. Wait a minute, Robert. You got happy because somebody gave you something in October. <laughs> you trying to get to November. We know it's your birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But as I had a heart to do that, I had a heart, I wanted to give something more. Mm-hmm. Bethlehem was approached. Mm-hmm. And I believe this should be our offering this month. I, mm-hmm. I said, I want you to bring that offering on the 20th, right before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Bethlehem was approached uh, to give to Angel Tree. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought, wow, right. what a great opportunity. Yeah. What a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. And Sister Jay is going to oh, lead that front to uh, Sister Jocelyn to help us to give. And, and I said, well, Lord, maybe that's what you burden on my heart to give. Oh, and maybe it was this, Lord, because I was struggling with that thing. I wanted to give and I didn't want it to look selfish that it just come to the church. But I wanted to give. And God was preparing our heart to give to the angel tree. Hello, All somebody. Right. Yes, sir. Amen. So the offering that we will take up, that gratitude with an attitude offering, this on, uh, I believe it's uh, the next Sunday. Uh, is it Sunday after next? Oh, the 20th after the 20th? Mm-hmm. It's, next Sunday. it's next Sunday. Okay, thank you. We're going to give to the angel tree. Mm-hmm. All right. Amen. And, and I'm going to have Sister Jay share more about that. Mm-hmm. But I just... I just wanted to give. Yeah. Because it cost me. Yeah, it cost. I, I, I wanted to give. That's just, you know, when you love somebody, hello, mm-hmm. somebody, it, it, it's easy to, to give. Yeah, it is. Amen. That's what we tell them single sisters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you dating somebody and you paying for his lunch when you go out on a date, hello, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way they're doing it nowadays. Uh, we've been married a long time, Deacon, uh, but that's what's happening. Hello, <laughs> yeah. somebody. You paying for his lunch, don't want to be seen with you in public? Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Want him to say that y'all in a relationship? You ask, is the relationship always complicated? Hello, somebody. Hello, so why is it that complicated? Hello, somebody. Back in my day, it's pretty simple. You are, or you ain't. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Bad English, but good observation. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Because if he loves you, oh yeah, he'll pay the price. Yeah, amen. I'm gonna leave because I'm over over time. As I've seen this story, this woman. We've been talking about it all the time. This woman uh, had a man pick her up in a car, drove her to a restaurant, and the woman wouldn't get out the car. She wouldn't get out the car. And, 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 and the reason she didn't get out the car is because it was Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> cheesecake Factory. And she said, you, you, know, you don't take a woman like this Ah, that's what she said. It's all worse. You don't take a woman like this 
uh, to a box store, brand store, help help somebody. A woman like this, that needs to be a rest uh, a, a, a reservation made. You you just don't uh, take woman like this to a cheesecake factory and everybody in the world begin to talk about her because hey, cheesecake factory is a good place. Help somebody. It ain't even a cheap place. <laughs> you up there, you get some of them cheesecake. You be having done so spend a hundred and two hundred. <laughs> but she had a false self sense of worth. Mm, yes, sir. Hello, somebody. If she could think like that, think the way God thinks. Hello. Mm. You, you treat me like a chain store God. Mm. Don't you know that there is none like me? Right. Oh, my name is sanctified. Oh, they call me holy. Sanctified means to be set apart. Sanctified means uh, that there's nobody else uh, like him. And because there's nobody else like him, oh, it should cost us uh, to worship him. Oh, like Jamie, it's going to cost me. Yeah. Oh, to give, oh, an offering. And because we love God so much, it should cost us even a new offering. All right. It should cost us because we love God so much. Not only do we give, but our giving is going to erupt in glory and thanksgiving to God. Give God a hand clap of praise. All eyes closed. Heads about saints of praise. Um, I want to take this opportunity to extend this invitation. Mm-hmm. So we opened the doors of the church, and really the doors of the church was open when Jesus died on the cross, was buried for our sins, and raised again on the third day. Mm-hmm. And today, I'm reminded of Sunday school and what they call universalism. All right. Amen. Um, that great and awesome teaching was taught to let us know that you just don't Go to heaven. Everybody don't get to go to heaven. No, no. Hello, somebody. And everybody don't get to go to heaven because they prayed a simple prayer that many times I tell you to pray. Right, right. But it costs you everything. We don't believe in easy believism. Right, amen. When you pray that prayer, it's the beginning of a lifelong discipleship relationship with God that will require you to submit and require you to change, require you to obey, require you to live holy and to live righteous. That's true Christianity. And if you're here today and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, he wants you to slip out of your seat and say, I'm, it's, it's costing me to come this morning, yeah. Pastor. I, I want to give my all yeah. because oh. of the God that I heard about this morning. I want to give everything in Jesus' name. Is there one today that wants to slip out of her seat and enter into a personal relationship with God? If so, slip out of your seat, signifying that I do believe in Jesus Christ. I do believe that he died for my sins, was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Is there one today? Is there one? Not only that, I said I have such a passion wanting folk to be saved because 
like Billy Graham, I, I don't believe everybody that comes down is saved. It will be determined by your lifestyle. It will be determined by your obedience, whether you've truly been saved. And there are people who come to church every Sunday that possibly could not be saved because they've never truly given their life to Jesus Christ, never really treated, uh, submitted to him. And I want you to come. And that's my greatest passion. I want you to come. I want you to come not because your mama came, not because your daddy told you to come. I want you to come because you made this decision, this sober decision, not an emotionalism. And that's what big crowds tend to do. It gets folk uh, emotional like they're at a football game, gets them emotional like they're at a basketball game. And they come down and they they don't really believe it. They're just being moved by emotions. This is a sober decision saying that I'm going to give my all to you. Sit out of your seat right now. Other decision you can make is that to be baptized. You, you, you pray to accept Jesus Christ, but you were never baptized. Don't you know that's the first step of obedience? Come on now. That's the easiest part to it. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. That's the easiest part. You got a problem with baptism? Then you may need to check yourself to make sure that you're in the faith. Because that's the first step of obedience. If you need to be baptized, sit by your seat. Also, you may need to become a member. I like to say a member of the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. You can't live this life on your own. You need a team, if you would, a team of people that will help to lead you in the ways of God, help to lead you in the transformation and to walk in newness of life. And this is the decision we want you to make. If you need a church home, come on down right now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. He may need prayer. You may need to rededicate your life. You may need to accept your call to preach, call to ministry. Whatever that decision is right now, I want you to come down right now. I'm out of time, so I'm not going to tarry long. Most of these decisions don't have to be made in public, so you can talk to me in private after the service or give me a call. But we do want to be a church that is progressing in our growth. In Jesus' name. Amen. Would everyone please stand as I give the benediction. I want to thank you for being in the household of the Lord today. Amen. Shall we pray? Father God, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify your holy name. We lift you up, Father. And we want to glorify you yet still more, Father. Some of us all have the ability to be blessed and to be a conduit of blessings that it might end up glorifying your name. And I pray, Lord, that you bless us, yes, still more, that you enable us to exercise that gift of giving yet still more. Father God, in Jesus' name, put your hedge of protection around us. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again. And the people of God said, Hug your name, say, neighbor, be giving, be giving.